0: These little buggers are very interesting. They can provide so much good, but so much bad at the same time, especially during these weird, crazy times of lockdowns and you know restrictions and not being able to do everything. There's something strange about being so fundamentally connected to life Ie your friends, uh, your community, people you follow, celebrities, but at the same time, there's no doubt that we are now more than ever disconnected to what we're doing. So there's a strange paradox there when it comes to social media. I'm not somebody who is fully invested in the idea of giving up social media completely, and maybe, maybe that's just my own resistance. You know, maybe it could could do me a world of good, and I'm not and I'm not saying that I'm not going to change my mind, and I'm not saying that that's not going to happen one day because it very well could happen. But I'm just going to give you a quick strategy which has helped me decipher the code of social media. And this is not to say I'm perfect. You know, there's many, many days where I find my overindulgence on these platforms literally makes me sick to my stomach. And it just creates this void inside of me where I just don't feel good about anything. And I've got no motivation. You know, my dopamine levels have just completely crashed into the ground, just nothing, nothing left at all. And while I'm not a big fan of the term hacks, this is a ten- is essentially a hack. <laughs> and what this hack is, I call it intermittent social media fasting. So the basic premise is that just like normal intermittent fasting when it comes to food, you go through a period of your day where you don't use social media and then you sort of wedge all your social media use into a window of time and you maximize that amount of time and it's very it's very similar to anybody who's read tim Ferriss's book the four hour work week it's sort of like batching your social media use you know into a more constructed use of time and what's cool is i just want to acknowledge that first of all you are already doing this okay you are essentially just like with eating you are fasting from social media when you go to bed. You know, that's probably why sleeping feels so fucking good these days is because you're off social media. You're fasting from it. Social media and food. You know, it's the one time when your brain is just being forced out of this vortex of stuff that just you cannot control and it just seems so good and refreshing. You know, it it, it, it seems so good. And before I get into this, I just want to say that one of the worst habits anyone can have and this is what leads into the intimate of social media fasting is waking up first thing in the morning rolling over opening up your phone and exposing yourself to what is on the other side of that screen you know if you are waking up in the morning and you are checking Instagram or Facebook or Twitter first thing I guarantee you, you are starting your day on the reactive foot. You're starting your day in a reactive frame of mind. It's one of the most simple things you can do. But herein lies the trick with intermittent social media fasting is that you just take that to another extreme. You, instead of, you know, even looking at your phone the first two hours, whatever, try and push it as far back as possible. Try push for 12 12 p.m. So... Do not look at your phone for the first six or four hours of your day. Um, It makes a huge difference to your productivity in the morning. Not that I'm saying that, you know, being productive is the way of life and that you have to be this time management guru and have everything down to a T. If you want to know more what I'm talking about, go read Oliver Berkman's book, 4,000 Weeks. That book has certainly, you know, changed my view on the word time. And I actually said to a friend recently that Oliver Berkman's book is not even a book. To me, that's a psychedelic. <laughs> that book has fundamentally changed my worldview for the better and I feel more at peace with the fact that I will never, no matter how much I've done and continue to do and want to do, I'll never I'll never fit anything in that, I'll never fit it, fit it all in that I need it to be and I'll never make time you know, this thing that I can just use as a resource, you know, it's, there's going to be so many things you can't do. So making peace with that concept and just diving into the things that you really care about, and sort of letting go of a lot of things can make a huge difference. But I digress, your mornings are sacred, you know, your mornings are so sacred, especially if you are like me, I'm a naturally, you know, morning person, I wake up early, I wake up at the sunrise generally without an alarm clock, but my most creative output is in the mornings. And this might not be the case for you, but it certainly is for me. And I know as soon as I open up that social media sort of barrage of routine, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, it it is literally like a cycle that you go through. (laughs) You just check everything. You just make sure that you haven't missed anything. But as soon as you open it up, you know, the strangest thing, it's Pandora's box. It just fucking, it just opens up and you can't seem to like close that box, you know, down until you've fallen asleep, until you've woken up the next day, then you're at peace. So you'll find that as your days go by and as you implement so intimate and social media fasting into your days, you'll find you kind of naturally just push your Social media use back and you push it back and you sort of contain that box because you do know when it opens You just need to close it again before I end I've one more hack that I would like to show you and my one good friend Maurice who lives in Canada I'll link him below actually showed me this I'll have to link the video below because I actually forgotten how to do it but what you do is if you have a look at my screen if I click my that button three times the side on button—I don't even know what button that is—the the off on button. My phone goes into black and white mode, and that is a really cool hack because when I'm when I when I feel myself overindulging or I just want to you know focus for a bit or I want to get my mind away from social media, that just signals to my brain, okay, it's time, it's time to time to get shit done time to do what you have to do, time to get off social media. And oftentimes at night, I'll switch that off. So, you know, around 6 p.m. is when most people start having dinner or winding down or whatever. I tap that three times, goes into that black and white mode. And it, it's just, a, it's like a habit stack. It just, It just signals to my brain that I'm done for the day. And that's me putting it up. I've done my social media use and it's cool. It's out there. So, you know, think of social media like carbs, you know, (laughs) you want you want to find the minimum effective dose that will maximize your performance. You don't want to maximize the dose because that will more than likely minimize your performance, whatever your performance is, whether it's, you know, writing, performing, creating, reading, whatever it is, you know, many people have their different domains of performance. But you want to find that minimum amount of dose that'll just make all the difference. And yes, it can be a tool for good use. It can be a, such a great tool for promoting your brand and your content and your story or whatever. But it can, so, it can so easily just be over overused and taken to the point of the extreme. Cool, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please like, subscribe, comment. It really does go a long way to help people find my work. I wish you all the best. And if you haven't already, I release a weekly newsletter, which goes out every single Monday. It's called The Weekly Brew. And in that newsletter, I basically put a couple of quotes, thoughts on books I'm reading, the latest content on my YouTube channel, um, anything else that really my goal is to prime me for the week ahead, to get your brain into a mode of self-compassion, self-acceptance, thinking about all things meet movement, mindfulness, and just Getting you into that frame of mind for the week ahead because it's always good to start on the front foot. So again, if you'd like to receive that newsletter for me, details are below. It's uh, it's really one of the one of the highlights of my week putting that together and connecting with with people like you. So cool. Until the next one, cheers.